Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life, not just a passing dream. Greetings. A good day. I hope you're well. I hope you're well. I want to take a minute and just um, give thanks for all the people who have been uh, joining me uh, on my page, on my Instagram page, and in my uh on my Facebook channel. I want to thank you all and welcome you all. Uh, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Odessa. I am a doctorate of natural medicine, womb wellness coach, soul therapist, birth and postpartum companion. And today, in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about three things that you need to know when you're setting your wellness compass. These are three things that my client came to understand um, as we were working together, as we were walking through the process together. And so I wanted to share this for you because, share this with you, uh, because I think that some of these processes that we engage in and the work that we're doing can get really complex uh, based off of who's teaching give thanks for that love based off of who's teaching you based off of the lessons that you're learning but it's really sometimes just crucial to come back to very very simple basic stuff so stay to the end i'm gonna talk to you about three specific things that my client had to do so i want to talk about why start off talking about why now is important. Um, it's, you know, we, we tend to live with our issues um, and we make space for them. We clear a place on the bed for them. <laughs> we, you know, talk to them when we're um, in the bathroom, in the mirror, you know what I mean? Uh, moments of quiet solitude, the memory or the moment of what it is that we're going through is going to come to us and it's going to have conversations with us. And we're either going to avoid it, ignore it, you know what I mean? Uh, or make a decision to get to learn it, familiar with it, right? Um, but what happens and what I'm seeing is that by the time this comes around, by the time you're having these conversations with my with yourself, it's usually because you are ready to life differently. You are ready to life differently. And there's usually a deep urge, usually an urge that comes up to, you know, approach your job differently. Maybe you're looking for something more. Maybe you're looking for a nuance. Maybe you're looking for a side position. You know what I mean? A, um, a slide to the side, or maybe you're trying to move up, but something in your everyday day-to-day -day job is not jiving for you anymore. 
health-wise, it might look as though certain foods you're eating aren't attracted um, or aren't attractive to you anymore. You might be eating things and your body is rejecting them. You may uh, crave certain things that you never craved before, or you may be requiring more time away from certain foods that you used to consume on a regular basis. The body usually feels it as well too. Whatever issues that you've been harboring will be having more uh, conversation with you, you know, niggling feelings, more sharp pains, uh, more discomfort when you do the things that you shouldn't be doing, right? And it's about really coming to that moment of saying, okay, this is really what's starting to happen to me now. You know, I feel the urge. I see the urge. You know what I mean? I'm aware of the urge. And, um, you know, what happens is that based off of a certain level of experience that you might have with yourself or with your body, you know, that yearning that you might have, you might be experiencing and you might be saying to yourself, well, I've done some things, you know what I mean? I've arrived. I'm okay at where I am. Maybe you've made those changes in your job. Maybe you've made those changes in your diet, um, but you haven't quite, you know what I mean? You haven't quite committed to them. You haven't quite taken them to the next level, or maybe you don't even really believe in what it is that you can do or what you can get out of. You know what I mean? Because often what happens too is we make so much space for discomfort in our lives, right? Be it through people, be it through food, be it through habits, be it through pain, especially when women are dealing with reproductive health issues, right? It's just across the board. You're used to having menstrual pain, you're used to being constipated. You're used to being gassy and bloated. You're used to being told that nothing is going to happen for you. You're used to just, you know, coping uh, and living through what it is that you have. And so what happens is your body is secretly hurting to, to you. Or as you're presenting yourself to the world as someone who is whole, uh, who is complete or might have it all together, your body is secretly fighting you. Your body is angry, your psyche is angry, your emotions are all over the place. You know what I mean? Like you're really having a difficult time getting to the other side because all of these challenges and obstacles are making themselves known, right? They're making themselves known and not just like, hey, we're here, but there might be some calamity that's starting to happen. You know, you might be breaking down in your psychology. You know what I mean? You might now be like, oh gosh, I can't hide this anymore because now when I'm getting dressed or when I'm doing this or when I go this place or when I eat these things, these symptoms or these problems come up a lot more predominantly and I can't hide them, right? You might be programmed to be waking up intermittently throughout the night you fall asleep at 10, but you wake up at 11.30, 1 o'clock, 2.30, 3 o'clock, 
four o'clock, six, and you know, your alarm goes off at seven and you have the rest of the day, but you've figured out how to manage, you know what I mean? You figured out how to keep on going. You can take some coffee. You have some breaks and points in between where you're able to, you know, kind of maintain this lie, this comfort, this, you know, refuge of straw, you know, the straw house that you've created for yourself. And it's really important to pay attention to this because whereas you might think that you're living and existing in a place and in a moment where you feel happy, healthy, and whole, knowing fully that you're not, your body can't lie. Your body can't lie. Your emotions can't lie. Like when shit hits the fan, you really can't try to hide it. And so the body is actually asking you to truly become cleaner. The body is asking you to truly learn how to dysregulate and become calmer. Your body is asking you to learn how to become present in the moment and experience sensuality and sensuality through your senses, through experiencing life and not force things away, not block things. You know, when we want to live in a healthier environment, when we're striving and, 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 and reaching for these aspects of ourselves, the body knows what it wants. It's going to direct you towards there. But the issue that I love to talk about is what's in our tissues, right? We have these filters, you know what I mean? These biases, these ways of defending ourselves, of, you know, keeping out information that might be helpful to us because it requires that we change a lot of internal um, representations that we have. It challenges our internal competence. <clears throat> and, and so we don't necessarily always go the extra lengths to make the full changes that we want because it's easier to be complacent. It's easier to be comfortable where you are, give yourself a little bit to you know, hang yourself with and then go back into the cycle of complaining about the habits and the problems that you have. If this is resonating with you, let me know. Send me some hearts, comment below, hashtag replay. Let me know in the comments how this resonates with you because I think it's important and I've seen it happen quite often. I've had a lot of clients who've experienced um, these kinds of circumstances. This is actually usually how it goes, right? Where you are at a point in your life and your experience in, of yourself where you're tired, you're fed up. You've gone to maybe see your primary caregivers and you're not getting the results that you want. Your body is cyclically continuously getting more achy, your joints are hurting, you're not sleeping well, you're not eating well, you're not feeling good in your body, you're not feeling sexual, you're not, you're just not doing well. And there's usually an aspect of not having time for yourself, folding yourself up into the corners, you know what I mean? You're not feeling prepared for what it is that you have to do during the day or the projects that you're trying to create for yourself. The people who are in your life might be corroborating with you this you know, moment of lack that you're feeling by reflecting to you the things that you don't like. You know, you're becoming more irritated with your family, you're becoming more irritated with your work. You're speaking my truth. Listen, this is the truth of many, 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 many people, especially this particular client we'll call Emily. Emily had five children. And this was her story. She was going, she wasn't slowing down. She was experiencing all of the things 
constipation for days. It was regular. You know what I mean? Same thing with the children, not eating properly, not sleeping. The job was draining her. You know what I mean? People there at the job were really, it seemed as though they were pushing their ideologies or their frustrations or whatever, you know what I mean? Wasn't working for them onto her. And so this is where she's at now, you know, wanting to be more effective in the job that she has, but not really able to engage in the way that she wants because of feeling as though there's resistance from the environment around her. And so that's her life in, at work. And then when you turn around and you have your life at home, She's built this environment where everyone requires her presence, which is normal as women, as mothers. But there's a level of dependency that we sometimes bake into our relationships with people. And so she's the only one who's cooking. She's the only one who's cleaning. She's the only one who knows what to do. She's the only one who anyone comes to, right? So there's that extra level of exhaustion because you don't think you can rest because of all of the responsibility that you've put on yourself. Not that it was necessarily, you know, uh, uh, what you were aiming to do, but who taught you to do that, right? And so now you're exhausted. You're not prepared to do what you want to do. You're feeling like a wreck. You feel overwhelmed. You feel as though no one appreciates you. You feel as though you're not being heard. Your body is hurting you. Your body's upset with you. You're arguing with your body. The two of you are at a head. It's like this crazy cycle. It's a crazy ass cycle that you go through. And so your conscious mind needs to make steps to make the changes, right? Because in the moment, everything is overwhelming, but your subconscious mind is going. It's going and it's telling you, you don't have time to rest. You don't really have time to change. You want to try something new. It's going to take too long to integrate for everyone else. You know what I mean? You're going to try and everyone's going to push back against you. You're going to be by yourself. No one is going to be able to help you. So there's no point in even trying. And what do you do? You end up living and, and trying to survive. You go through your life as a woman, as a womb carrier, as a primary care giver in your household, as a mother, as a lover, you go through life feeling mediocre as though you haven't quite you know, caught up with yourself because you're going, you're constantly in the future, you're constantly in the past, and you're not here now. And if this is really resonating with you, I want to hear you tell me about it, right? So the issue here is not being willing, not being, not willing to compromise. Okay. That was really what was a changing moment for her, the pivotal moment in her life. And the reason why I say this, let's talk about the outcome. So this woman of five, this wife, this partner, this mother, this worker, this caregiver, service giver decided after walking through the process of the womb cleanse, after walking through the feminine flow, after establishing her map, her multidirectional awareness and assessment program, right? Uh, um, after establishing this, after walking through the feminine flow and really getting a feel for what it is her body needs, after, you know, getting into the bomb method and really understanding what her breast, what her womb, what her body needs as nourishment and not just putting a slap and a promise on everything. After walking through deeper heartbreaks, 
and breakthroughs, after really understanding the process of grief, after doing the work of understanding the food, the nourishment that is needed for her mind, body, soul, and wellness, this mother of five said that there is no compromise on her downtime. And I remember, we all remember that moment in the group program when we came together on that call and she was reflecting. And I remember her saying, you know, after having experienced my life as it is and going through the program, I had to develop the discipline. I had to decide that this was what I wanted to do. And the way that the program is created, it's, it's very important. There's a lot of work, like self-deep work, deep reflection that's required of each individual person. But I also recognize the time required. And so we find ways to break it down so that it's palatable for you in your life. And even in those small palatable moments of not doing everything to 100%, you know what I mean? But doing it to her ability week by week, understanding what her basic needs are, engaging in her basic standards of health, right? And then using the tools. This mother came back and said how she is not willing to compromise on her downtime in a home with five children. It's the woman who establishes the temple in the home. We're answering to everyone and we're going and we're coming. But I can tell you, it's it's the man who is ahead, but it's the woman who's the neck. If the woman is able to turn left, right, up, down, this is where we're going. She was able to see how she was caring for herself. Pour into it. Start refining the quality acknowledging what she knows and doesn't know, refining the quality of what she's been giving to herself, and then teaching those around her what she needs. Retraining her family so they can understand what self-care looks like, and they can start recognizing what healthy boundaries look like towards their mother so that she can start establishing them with everyone around her so that she can have more space for herself, right? And so what happens now is everyone begins to change how they are responding to her. Her environment begins to change because she's holding new boundaries. This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tune, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. 
visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. One thing I love to tell mothers, especially those new mothers with toddlers, I have four children. Three of them right now are under the age of 10. No children should be coming into the bathroom with you. In the beginning, yes, they want to come with you. But after a while, close the door. They got to learn. Don't cross that line. Why? Because then you don't have space for yourself. You don't know what it means to hold, maintain space for yourself because now you're feeling guilty because you've only allowed people to have access to you. So when you present yourself in this particular way and you're showing everyone around you that this is what I can do, this is what I can give, this is what you can do, this is how you can come to me all of the time, where is your space? No wonder you're packed into the crevices, right? So this mom had to re-establish her boundaries with herself after walking through the map, after establishing the map and the feminine flow and understanding the bomb method and walking through the heartbreak, right? And then seeing how they all come together. When you do the work, when you establish this work on yourself, when we talk about being a beacon of light, every single individual is a beacon of light. But if your filters, the way that you receive information are so full of lint, and biases, and chronic habits, and mucus-filled foods. Good morning, good day. It's so beautiful to see you here. Thank you for joining me. If this is what you're living with, if this is how you're experiencing life, what you're giving to other people is not what you actually think it is. Let me say that again. If you've not taken time to acknowledge, become aware and decide and do differently for yourself to change your filters as information is coming to you from the inside, if your filters are filled with lint, biases, judgments, unprocessed food, constipation, anxiety, all of these things, and, the, and you're not acknowledging how it's living in your body, in your environment, what you're giving to people is actually not what you think you're giving. And I can tell you, once you start to do the work, then you begin to see where you need to make the changes. So what really happened for her was that she made the desire to change that priority. The constipation, the constant monthly menstrual discomfort, the moodiness, the low libido, the no sensuality, the, you know, feeling at odds with herself, the frustration she was experiencing on the job, the exchanges that she was having with the people around her. These are her words. These are things that she didn't want to continue or maintain. You have to get tired of yourself. You have to. At some point, you have to get tired of yourself and want to change. And the three things that she did 
was to acknowledge where she's at. If you're not able to acknowledge and accept all aspects of who you are and where you're at, your healing journey is compromised. You're going to get results, but your healing journey is compromised. Because every single time you unveil a layer of yourself that needs to be worked on, there's another layer that's going to shift and will eventually come up. And you need to be ready to deal with that. It doesn't end. When you deal with one aspect of illness, another aspect of illness comes. And I remember when I was working with a soon-to-be mom and we were doing the work and I was saying, okay, so you need to do this. And she started cleansing her body. Then she started saying, oh my gosh, my nose is running all the time. And I always have these and this. And she was like, well, that's it. It's like things are getting worse. And it's like, no, you are now starting to see what your body has been telling you the whole time. Right? We often time allow ourselves to sit in shit and make it work for us. And, we, and it gets complacent. So acknowledging where you're at is the first thing. Hey, all of this is me? Yeah. Like all 27 raging two-year-olds are me? Yeah. And all 27 well-behaved children are me too? Yeah. Right? We got to acknowledge this. The second thing you need to do is decide. You need to decide. That's what it is. Choices are going to either move you towards your outcome that you want or they're going to keep you where you are. And not choosing is still a choice. Not making that final decision is, is a choice. And it's making your future outcome the quality that it's going to be the quality that it's going to be. If you're not making the decision to make this a priority to change, then you're not going to see the change, right? If you decided that you're going to test here and test there, you'll get one or two, you know what I mean, results, but you're not going to get a transformation. So you have to decide. You have to decide that this is more than a one-time thing. This is a lifestyle. It's a transformation. I, I want this. I need this. Who I want to become, who I truly am deep down, requires that I do more. I've acknowledged all these things that are happening around me, but I need more now. What I'm going to requires more. So I have to decide. I have to decide to do the hard things. That's what it is. You have to decide. Changing your eating habits is hard. Establishing a nighttime routine is hard. Acknowledging that the habits that you've been maintaining have been contributing to the health problems and the, and the liberty that you've been living in, that you've been surviving in, not thriving in, that's hard. You have to make hard decisions, okay? So number two, you have to decide and stick to your decision, okay? And number three, you have to do. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. How often do we sit down, check out the problem, observe the environment, formulate a, formulate a plan, make the decision 
to make the changes. And when the time comes to act and do, you fall away because you're not consistent. You're not doing it right. You need to go back and do it again, but you're lazy and you've fallen off. If you're not giving yourself the chance and you're not giving yourself the space to acknowledge where you're at, to decide to make a change and to do and act and maintain, then the quality of the outcome that you're looking for is going to be compromised, right? Because you've never actually done the thing the way that it's supposed to be done because you know better, right? What you've done and the small change that you've gotten is enough or you think it's enough. It's what you've done. And so, you know what I mean? You can, listen, it's time for us to take personal accountability. That's really where it is. The day and age that we're in, the time that we're in, right? And especially now, like everyone wants to be on this wellness, spiritual awakening. Every, everyone's doing something. And I think it's awesome. I think it's great that the majority of people are starting to follow the deep feeling that they have inside of us, inside of them. What's more important is that you do the deeper work that comes with it. Because when we're doing true healing, when we're doing holistic healing, when we're doing wellness, when we're moving forward on the journey and we're not intervening with medication that's going to give us a result in a couple of hours or in a day or two, and mind you, let's just take a moment to say that sometimes we need to be taking that medication. Okay, for my clients the other day, like I told you, listen, you need to take that medication so that you can feel okay as you're making the shift into your natural life, into your natural liberty. Okay, if you need to take that medication so that you can feel as though you're at zero as you walk the walk of establishing your new wellness journey, then you need to do that. Okay, but let's not use this medicine as the excuse to stay in the complacent situation of chronic mind, body, soul state that you're in. I'm just here to hold us accountable. Right, The pain that you're feeling is urging you to formulate a plan, okay? For those of you who've been following me, you've also seen that I've talked about like soul laws, right? The laws that the soul requires us to follow. And one of them is to actually formulate a plan. An aspect of soul healing that a lot of people have a difficult time with understanding is that the soul requires us to change. And if you don't change, it's going to come through difficulty and challenges, Pain is there for you to formulate a plan. It urges you to formulate a plan, okay? We have to learn how to get stable within ourselves, even though there's instability happening in and around us. That's really what the root chakra is about. It's about learning how to create stability in the midst of instability, deep, deep within the self. And when you are able to establish this, this is the decision of you acknowledging, deciding, and doing, right? I'm going to create stability. I'm going to make the changes. I'm going to engage in what it is that I have to do to become the person that I want, to get the results that I want. My body wants to be different. In the case of my client, five children, 
And after doing the work and establishing the work, nothing was going to compromise on what she was experiencing from now on. But you need to be willing to put yourself in that position of discomfort. You need to be willing to put yourself in a place of, 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 of discomfort to be able to sit with where you're at so that the experience becomes more transparent and it doesn't affect you. You understand? You're doing the work. It doesn't mean that your issues go away. It means that the intensity, it means that the charge around them dies down, you know? So this was what I came on here to share with you. Those three things that I know have been crucial when it has come to the transformation that every single one of my clients, my prospects and participants have experienced when they walk through my process. You've got to acknowledge, you've got to decide, and then you've got to do. So if you are on a wellness journey, if you are experiencing hormonal issues, if you have fibroids, PCOS, endometriosis, aches and pains, headaches, mood swings, if you are dealing with anxiety, if you're not able to sleep, if you are trying to get pregnant, if you do not know what in heaven's name you are going through, but you know that you need a process, you need guidance, you need accountability, you need a container, you need a method that works, you need a protocol that works. I wanna invite you to connect with me. You can, you can sign up for a free suitability call. And on those calls, I'm gonna send you, before we get on the call, a well-being and womb activation assessment. And in those assessments, what happens is I'm, I'm gonna ask you some questions to talk a little bit about the work that I do. But I'm gonna walk you through some questions, green light, red light, yellow light questions you're going to answer and you're going to give yourself a score based off of each question and then you're going to tally them up. And this is going to give me and yourself an idea of the gaps that you're experiencing on your journey. Because usually to get from point A to get to point you know, Z, there's usually some gaps and areas in between that we are unaware of because you cannot know everything about yourself or the journey that you're on. And so we'll talk about what you need to do, the steps that you need to take. I'll show you one or two things as well as talk about the kind of services that I offer and the womb activation program that I have been offering the women who come into my circle. So I would love... <laughs> to have that conversation with you if it's something that resonates. So you can go ahead, feel free to click on the link in the bio and book your suitability call. And if you don't want to, you can always share this with someone who you think can use the information and hashtag replay below and let me know what your biggest takeaways are, y'all. I love coming on here, sharing with you. And I know you know that. I love seeing how many of you were joining me today. It's always a joy to know that I can share this passion with people who are receiving the information. Have a blessed afternoon, evening, morning, or night, wherever you are. And make sure to come back when you see the notifications on, okay? I'm going to be talking to you again this week about waking up to yourself, okay? So I'm probably going to talk about that maybe tomorrow or the day after. But I would just love to see you here. Y'all take care. Share. Bye-bye. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. to do